0: Catechesis: was Saint John, Paul II, Mary, Mother of the Risen Christ. Papa was catechesis on the 2nd of May, 1979. Regina Celi Letare. Alleluia. Quia quemeroisti portari. Alleluia. Resurrexit, Secret dixit. Alleluia pro Pronobis Deum. Alleluia. I desire to dedicate today's general audience in a particular way to the Mother of the Risen Christ. The Easter period permits us to address her with the words of pure joy with which the Church greets her. The month of May encourages us to think and speak of her in a particular way. In fact, this is her month. Thus, the period of the liturgical year and the current month. Together call and invite us to open our hearts to Mary in a special way. With her Easter antiphon, Regina Celi, the church speaks to the mother, to her who had the good fortune to bear in her womb, under her heart, and later in her arms, the Son of God and our Saviour. She took him in her arms for the last time, when he was taken down from the cross, on Calvary. Before her eyes, he was wrapped in the shroud and taken to the tomb. Before her mother's eyes. And on the third day, the tomb was found empty. But she was not the first to note it. First, there were the three Marys, and among them particularly Mary Magdalene, the converted sinner. Informed by the women, the apostles ascertained it shortly thereafter. And even if the Gospels do not tell us anything about the visit of Christ's mother to the place of his resurrection, we all nevertheless think that she must in some way have been the first one present. She must have been the first to participate in the mystery of the resurrection, because such was her right as mother. The liturgy of the Church respects this right of the mother, when it addresses to her this particular invitation to the joy of the resurrection, Letare, resurrexit, secret dixit, and the same antiphon immediately adds this request for intercession, Ora pro nobis Deum. The revelation of the divine power of the Son by means of the resurrection is at the same time the revelation of the omnipotence of intercession, omnipotentia suplex of Mary before this Son. The Church of all times, beginning with the Cynical of Pentecost, always surrounds Mary with particular veneration and addresses her with special trust. The Church of our times, through the Second Vatican Council, has made a synthesis of all that had developed through the generations. Chapter 8 of the Dogmatic Constitution, Lumen Gentium, is in a certain sense a magna charta of Mariology for our times. Mary present in a particular way in the mystery of Christ and in the mystery of the Church. Mary, mother of the Church, as Paul VI began to call her, in the Credo of the People of God, subsequently dedicating to her a separate document, Marialis Cultus. This presence of Mary in the mystery of the Church that is at the same time in the daily life of the people of God all over the world, is above all a maternal presence. Mary, so to speak, gives to the salvific work of the Son and to the mission of the Church a singular form, the maternal form. Everything that can be stated in the human language on the theme of the genius proper to woman, mother, the genius of the heart, all this refers to her. Mary is always the fullest accomplishment of the salvific mystery, from the Immaculate Conception to the Assumption, and she is continually a very efficacious pre-announcement of this mystery. She reveals salvation, she brings grace closer, even to those who seem the most indifferent and the most distant. In the world, which together with progress manifests its corruption and its ageing, She is unceasingly the beginning of the better world, origo mundi melioris, as Paul VI put it. To contemporary man, wrote the late pontiff, the Blessed Virgin Mary offers a serene vision and a reassuring word. The victory of hope over anguish, of communion over solitude, of peace over agitation, of joy and beauty over boredom and nausea of life over death. To her, to Mary, who is the mother of fair love, I desire to bring closer, in particular, the youth of all the world and of all the church. She bears within herself an indestructible sign of youthfulness and beauty, which never pass. I desire and pray that the young will approach her, will have trust in her, that they will entrust to her the life that is before them, that they will love her with a simple and burning love of the heart. She alone is capable of responding to this love in the best way. Ipsam sequens non devias, Ipsam rogans non desperas, Ipsam cogitans non eras, Ipsam probitia pervenis. To Mary, who is the mother of divine grace, I entrust priestly and religious vocations. May the new spring of vocations, their new increase throughout the Church, become a particular proof of her maternal presence in the mystery of Christ in our times, and in the mystery of His Church all over the earth. Mary alone is a living incarnation of that total and complete dedication to God, to Christ, to His salvific action, which must find its adequate expression in every priestly and religious vocation. Mary is the fullest expression of perfect faithfulness to the Holy Spirit and to His action in the soul. She is the expression of the faithfulness, which means persevering cooperation in the grace of vocation. In the whole church, next Sunday is appointed to prayer for vocations to the priesthood and to the religious life. It is Vocation Sunday. Through the intercession of the Mother of Divine Grace, may it bring an abundant harvest. To the Mother of Christ and the Church, I dedicate all the world, all the nations on earth, all men and women, because she is Mother of them all. To her I dedicate particularly those for whom life is more difficult, more severe, those who are suffering physically or spiritually who are living in poverty, who are subjected to injustice or harm. In a special way, however, concluding this May meditation, I desire to venerate, to-morrow, Mary in Yaznagora, Bright Mountain, at Chesterhova, and in the whole of my country. I used to go there on pilgrimage every year on the 3rd of May, which is the feast of the Queen of Poland. Every year I celebrated a solemn Mass there, during which Cardinal Wyszynski, primate of Poland, in the presence of the Episcopate and of the immense crowd of pilgrims, renewed the act of consecration of Poland to the maternal bondage of Our Lady. This year, too, God willing, I will visit Jasnogora on the 4th and 5th of June. Tomorrow, instead, I will be there in spirit and in heart, so as to repeat together with the whole Church together with all of you gathered here in this splendid St. Peter's Square. Regina Celi Lettari, Alleluia.